We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Hi, I'm Yui Xu. And I'm Julie Kraftchik. We're active daters turned dating sociologists. Here to dive into everything modern dating and relationships. Welcome to the Dateable Podcast. Hello, friends. Our last brunch talk of the year. 2023 is coming to a close. It doesn't mean you stop brunching. Please never stop brunching. (laughs) Keep brunching. Feed yourself between the hours of 10 and 1. But (laughs) it just means that we won't be gathering about dating just for a few weeks. It's a short break. You can always go back to one of the old episodes, too, because you never know what's relevant for you, whatever it hits. So sometimes something in the past, you can always do that Google search. I feel like Spotify specifically, if you just type in like X brunch talk, it'll come up. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I forget that you can just go back through our catalog, like a search engine. Yeah. And a lot of the questions that we get are questions we've answered already. We're happy to answer them again. You know, there's probably a different take every time we do it. But you can also go back through our catalog and find all of the questions that were asked. I just had a genius idea, UA. What if we did best of brunch talk in the off season? We should. We will. Okay. Okay. This is the real life brainstorming that you all are (laughs) witnessing on the fly. Okay. Best of brunch talk. It's coming. There are questions that get asked over and over again. Maybe that's even interesting (laughs) for you all to just see. Like these are very popular questions. The other funny part is people will ask these questions and they'll go, my situation is very unique. And then they describe it as exactly the same as the one that came in like two weeks ago. Like even the brunch talk we did last week, I mean, there was an angle Mm -hmm. about being abroad, but ultimately at the core of it was, should I have contact with my ex? Right. Well, our question today is we do get asked this question quite a bit, but there is always a different variation depending on the year. This question is, I've had a rough year dating. I started out single and ending 2023 single. How do I go into the new year with more optimism and positivity? Love it. So important. And, you know, it's one of those things that we do hear a lot. And it's why dating is so hard is because it feels like sometimes there is no light at the end of the tunnel. And 
totally get that. We've been there before. When you go on date after date and none of them seem to work out, it can be discouraging. That being said, like having that hopeful, optimistic outlook, I know for me that was a game changer because if you're not showing up to dates that way, then why even show up when you think about it? Like if you're so down on dating, like that's not going to actually get you the results that you want because people can feel that energy. So take the time off, especially right now. We are in fluffing season, <laughs> holidays, like <laughs> do you, spa time, whatever that self-love is, I would use that time to recharge. Personally, I loved doing reflections when I was single, like going to, I'm going to sound a little bougie, but you find what works for you. <laughs> but I feel like going to the hot springs in Calistoga was my like sacred haven Yes, that I would go there. I would journal. I liked going by myself so I could process everything. And for me personally, it actually gave me hope because I could see what I was learning in the process. Because sometimes when things are just not going your way for so long, it's hard to like get your head above the sand in a way, right? Because you're like so in it. Mm -hmm. So I would say that's like step number one. It's really about conquering your lizard brain. So it's interesting that the person who wrote in, you said, I started out this year single and ended this year single. But there's so much shit that happened yes. in between that a lot of us forget about. And what Julie was talking about with the reflection, that's the only way to bring up all the things you were able to accomplish this year. Stop looking at your year as the beginning at the end. If I did that to my year, I started the year very, very much not single. And at the end of the year, also not quite so single, but it's a completely different place in my life. Like this is very different. And all the things that happen in between have been phenomenal. And I learned so much along the way. What brings me positivity into the new year is to know that I'm constantly changing and improving. Mm -hmm. And next year, I'm going to learn something new about myself that's gonna, probably going to be a little surprising and maybe a little shocking. <laughs> Who knows? So it's like that curiosity of mind and also going into the new year, knowing you're going to be a new version of yourself. Isn't that so exciting. I, that brings me a lot of optimism in itself. I love what you just said, because it's so simplistic to look at it like this is where I was, this is where I am. It's missing the nuance of the story and where things have gone. And even if, you know, relationships haven't turned into like, or dates or whatever, mini relationships haven't turned into the one or your person or whatever you want to call it, there's definitely been some movement in your love life. We're positive of that, even not knowing you. There's probably something that happened that shook it up a little. And if it didn't, then that's also a point of reflection. What else has been going on in your life that's caused it not to? Or if you're really stuck, like where is some help you can get? There's many ways to go into it further, but let's go with the assumption that something happened. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember talking to one of my best friends, like when she was dating this guy that like, honestly, she knew was not right and not good mm -hmm. for her. And he was totally mm -hmm. a fuck boy and she knew it, but she was like, I feel like compelled to give it a try. Mm. And as her friend, like I could have been like, no, don't do it. But I knew that she was going to do it anyway. So I'm like, do it, you know? Yeah. Learn from it. See what happens. And of course it blew up a couple months later. What else? <laughs> not surprised there. But when she came to me and was like, this was a waste of time. I was like, no, it wasn't because 
it opens your heart. Like I saw you before, like you were kind of going through the motions and for the first time you were excited about someone. And for that, like, I think this experience was worth it. And then she met her partner, like, I don't know, like a few months after that. So I feel like everything kind of builds on it. So you could look at like what the benefit was of all your situations that have happened. I think that can give some hope. Yeah, it's like you can choose how you want to look at it. Yeah. You can choose to say, I'm in the same spot. I'm still single. I'm, why me? Why is this, why is dating so hard? Or you can choose to say, I learned so much. I built upon myself. I've improved myself. And I'm just making myself an even better partner for whoever comes into my purview in the future. Like that way, then you know that this is a constant process, that you're constantly evolving and growing instead of staying static. And if you do feel stuck, which I feel like definitely been there, and I know a lot of daters feel stuck, think about what's going to move the needle. And I think like this is an intentional thought exercise that we don't do very often. It's like, what can I do today to move the needle to feel less stuck? For example, is it getting myself out there to more master dates? <laughs> is it to treat myself more? Is it to take more walks? Like that gets me movement. It gets me out there. Like what is that one little thing you can do today to move the needle? I love that. I mean, I think you could also take inventory too on like the parts of dating that are really getting you down. Mm. And sometimes people don't want to go here because it could be a dark place. No. But I think using this time to really get into reflection, if you're compelled enough to write this question, like, how do I be more hopeful and optimistic? It means that there's some work to be done here. I feel like looking at what's going on, let's say, for instance, you are so sick of just going on date after date, nothing seems to work out, no relationships ever seem to amount into more, how can you take a step back and try to disprove your theory? Because I know like when I got into that mindset, it took like conscious, like when I was in therapy, I remember my therapist being like, is that actually what's been happening? Or is that like just the story you're playing out? And, and I know for me, like I was able to look back and see that like each relationship I was in, even if it didn't work out, it got a little more serious every time. So you can see that as a step towards where you're going, not just the same thing happening continuously. Yeah, so true. If you just look at the facts, like just look at the facts, what's actually happening, you'll probably disprove most of your assumptions about your love life. Yeah. I was talking to a guy friend who said, I'm so sick of dating. This has been one of the worst years in my love life history, and I don't know what to do. And I asked him, what happened this year? said, well, I got into like three serious relationships. None of them went past three months, but I was like really in love with them the first few months. We had a great time and then it just kind of dissipated. And I was like, holy shit, you fell in love three <laughs> times this year? That's pretty fucking amazing. Like, can we just step back and just be in awe of that. The fact that, yeah. one, you have capacity to do that. Two, you were able to find people to fall in love with. And three is that both of you felt that kind of intensity. Even if it lasted two months, it's still you were able to experience those two months together with three different people. How lucky are you? And I was like, most people don't even fall in love 
three times in their lifetime. You did it three times in one year. And he was like, oh, I guess you're right. (laughs) I guess you're right. (laughs) I love that. Honestly, so much of it is mindset. Before we keep going, though, I want to talk about like some more tactical things, too. But before we do that, let's hear a message from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Via. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom. But did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the High Love gummies because it is just the right amount of THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATEABLE at viahemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to viahemp.com and use the code DATEABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's viahemp.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. This episode is made possible by Armoire. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out. Listen, I live in Southern California. There is absolutely no need for puffer coats or any sort of those winter jackets. But when I travel anywhere else in the world in these cold months, I'm often burdened with the task of getting winter clothes. And now with Armoire, I can just rent my winter wardrobe. It's brilliant. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash dateable. That is armoire.style spelled A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast, Exit Interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives, from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. (laughs) Wait, what? There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. When she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? (laughs) And maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, Neil is going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
So mindset shift, clearly the big one, sometimes the most difficult, but also I feel like there can be some tweaks that you make. Like you said, I would say really take inventory of who you're surrounding yourself with. I think what you just said, UA, is a perfect example of that because he found someone that could see the half glass full. But if you're around a bunch of friends that are like, yeah, dating's the worst. Dating sucks. Everyone can't commit. No wonder you had three people, but none of them went anywhere. Like that's a totally different mentality. And I'm not saying like, don't be friends with your friends that are negative. I'm not saying that, but like, how do you like, you know, tune them out or limit the interactions? Maybe you don't talk about dating with them. Like I remember I had one friend that I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to cut this person out of my life. I very much value her, but I don't know if she's going to be my go-to dating person that I talk to. Like we just started to evolve our friendship in a different way. And I think that's really important because negativity definitely carries fast. Oh my gosh. I just had this conversation with Amy Jin, who's been on our podcast. And we were talking about just when you feel like you're vibing with someone or a group of people, you feel like, yes, like these are my people. They get me. But if you're with people who aren't vibing at the same level, they're like at a lower frequency, you have a choice there. You can either drop down to their frequency (laughs) or you stay at your higher frequency and allow them to come up to you. And I find that this is such a powerful exercise to do when you're around people like this is that, yeah, you can't stoop down and be like, dating's miserable. I'm so burned out. Everybody fucking sucks. There's nobody out there. (laughs) Or you can stay on your higher frequency and say, I'm really optimistic. Yeah. I fall in love three times this year. <laughs> I might fall in love five times next year. And they just see the magic happen because the people at the lower frequency will ultimately want to rise up to you or they peace out. They're like, I can't hang with this high frequency. I love that. I think also outside of just like friends and people that you interact with media, doing media purges and looking at what social media you're following. Is it positive? Is it negative? When you see posts that come up, do you feel optimistic? Do you feel like you want to crawl into a hole and never date again? Taking that inventory is really important. I'd like to think our stuff is optimistic, but you know, like you got to find what works for you. And if for some reason, like it's triggering to you, leave and don't look at it. And same goes for other content creators out there. But like, ultimately, you need to surround yourself with influences that are helping on this journey and not detracting from it. And you being a major part of that. Are you surrounding yourself with a version of you yeah. that you want to be around, right? Sometimes you got to check yourself too. And not to say you always have to be super positive and happy no. about dating. That's just unrealistic. But can you, in those moments of just defeat, say, I'm only feeling this right now. This is temporary. It's going to pass. And everything that's meant for me will come. Like, Mm -hmm. chill. (laughs) Let's be patient. (laughs) And let's just ride it out. Let's enjoy the process. I guarantee you, once you see things as temporary, you will then see so much more optimism in your dating life. Just knowing that whatever you're feeling today, if it's negative, it's going to pass. I mean, I've said this so many times, but this really was my like saving grace last time I dated was Mm. that conversation I had with Nikki Novo, who we had on our podcast, who 
is a medium and she basically when ua and i did readings for mine she was like you're gonna meet your person in this upcoming year and i had just had my birthday i just broke it up with my long-term ex so i was like what is happening for me and she's like in this next year you're gonna meet this person and you're gonna go through a period that's a little rocky and i don't want you to get jaded Mm. And hearing that, you know, you can believe in mediums, all that stuff, all you want. I'm not going to tell people what to believe in. But just for me, hearing that helped me stay focused and be like, yeah, that person is coming and someone's lucky to be with me and eventually I'll find them. And when the stuff that she mentioned happened, when, you know, I got ghosted or someone didn't want to go out with me again. I was like, yeah, it's all part of the process. Mm-hmm. And thinking about it that way is so much more optimistic. And I remember like being with that said friend that I mentioned and her being like, I feel like I'm never going to meet someone. And I'm like, I feel like my person's coming. Like they're coming soon. Yeah. And yeah. having that mentality, like you choose what you get to believe in. And I don't mean it to say like seem hokey and stuff, but ultimately if you can get to a point I really do believe if you are, you know, a normal human being, there is someone out there for you. It's just a matter of time (laughs) till you find them. And if you want to date to be in a long term relationship, not just date to date, then you will find that person. So, yeah, it's some of it's a matter of luck of when they show up. And then some of it's a matter of looking at your own habits and your own way of being and seeing what you can control, because that's ultimately the only levers you truly have. And by being a normal human being, we mean you are someone who is intentionally trying to date to have a relationship. That's why you are on this journey. Nobody's normal. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> that you're intentional about what you're looking for. Indeed. Look, there's a lid for every pot. We say it all the time yeah. and we believe it. So fuck yeah. <laughs> however eccentric you are, there is someone out there for you. The more <laughs> normal you think you are, the probably the weirder you are. <laughs> the rule of thumb. <laughs> But listen, 2024 is coming, whether you like it or not. But what is in your control is how you greet the new year. It does not have to be a grand gesture of, I welcome you with so much positivity and excitement. But maybe just say, I welcome 2024 with so much curiosity about what could happen what the plot twist could be, yes, and what I will learn about myself. Open that door. That is all you need to put yourself in the right mindset. There's no need to go the extreme of positive anything. Just be realistic, curious, and be fearless. Let's go. Love that. I think you're right. Expecting all of a sudden to have a totally different outlook is not realistic and not setting yourself up for success. So just 1%, like how do you just get a little more positive after each thing that happens? And, you know, seeing where you're getting down to and making that the intentional 1% is a really good way to do it. Like, can you take inventory and say, when I don't get that text back, it makes me feel shitty or it makes me feel hopeless or Mm -hmm. Is it when I'm getting ready to go on another date? Like if you can figure out what that point is, then you can come up with a plan of attack to approach it a little differently. Beautiful last question 
of the year. We are taking a little pause with brunch talk. Uh, just a very quick, you won't even feel it. Just yeah. a tip of a pause. <laughs> but we'll be back. <laughs> and we'll have the best of brunch talks running. So for you, maybe it's all new or new yeah, lens. That's true. Depending on where it's you're true. coming from. Especially if you have amnesia, you're like, well, it's a new question. <laughs> yeah. We will be back very soon. But in the meantime, why don't you get your brunch talk questions in? So then we'll have just a whole list of them to start when we're ready to start the new season again. You can email us hello at datablepodcast.com. You can DM us mm -hmm. on Instagram at datablepodcast or better yet, leave us a rating and review. There's still so much time before the end of the year. Okay. So many hours. Yes. We're trying to get to a thousand. Can we do Please it? Please help before us. Before the end of the year. <laughs> it's our only gift we ask for. <laughs> please, please. Uh, five stars. And in the body of the review, you can ask your question there. If you've already submitted a question, you could do another question. It'll just overwrite yeah. your previous one. So just, you know, there's like unlimited spots there. Just keep writing us five star <laughs> ratings and reviews. And we really appreciate those. And those questions that get asked in the review get bumped to the front of the list. So then we answer those first. And you can always email us as well if you'd prefer, but make sure to leave that five stars either way. And also subscribe so you can get all the off-season goodness. And we'll see you back in 2024. Can you believe <sighs> it? I can't. See you all <laughs> next year. Bye. Bye. The Datable Podcast is part of the Frolic Media Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Datable Podcast and visit datablepodcast.com for access to all the episodes and our premium programs. Also, make sure to subscribe today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform so you are the first to get all the latest episodes. And most importantly, stay datable. Stay datable.